0: How is it September already? It's September the 9th, specifically. Thursday, September the 9th, hyper-specifically. Welcome to a new, welcome to another episode of the National Pulse. That's my New York Times podcast voice. Just boring, just bore everyone to death. Natalie Winter's in the house. She she looks like she's got something to say. No. (laughs) Hi. (laughs) Hi. Well, welcome to another episode, ladies and gentlemen. We know it's been a while. And I'm going to take a few minutes to talk about that before we get into some of the stories and some of the news here. And, of course, I will take many, many moments over the course of this show to thank everybody who has been so supportive of us funding our operation. Fundrealnews.com, new design of the website dropping soon, other things in the works. Maybe we'll even hire somebody else. I don't know. That
1: takes, sounds like a good idea. <laughs> yeah, take
0: some of the load off. Um, and we've been traveling. Shout out to Bend. Shout out to uh, where did you go? Where else did you go?
1: I went to New York.
0: You went to New York.
1: I think I went home.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You went home. You went to New York. Went Newport, some other places. Right? No, yeah. no,
1: that's later. Oh, it's later. I'm all over.
0: Yeah, you got some Chicago things going on. Where else have we got? We did some other things. Oh yeah, Yavapai County down in Prescott, Arizona. That was cool too. So it's been it's a It's actually
1: just a travel show now yeah, where it's a, we reveal.
0: Well, what we're gonna do is we're gonna do travel and and restaurant reviews. Welcome to the National Pulse. <laughs> all right, ladies and gentlemen. Here's the thing. Sounds okay. good to me. Yeah, well. Here's the thing. Well, that just means eating more, right? And we all just like to do that. No. Um, because it's one of the only good things around at the moment, and that's one of the reasons that I haven't been turning this microphone on in in so very long, is to be quite honest with you, I was talking to one of our members. Um, yesterday evening, Beth. I'm sure Beth won't mind me saying, um, she said she said, look, Raheem, you know, you can always ask us as you, as as members for more money to do more stuff for the site, to hire more people, to do, to donate more. And I just, I really hate when I get those emails, and I won't name any names of any groups, but I hate when I get those emails every day that say, hey, you know, just give us twenty dollars extra. We're going to quadruple the impact of your donation. All of that stuff. I just, I feel that's so grifty. Um, and, I do, and I don't want to do that. So we really just don't do that. And that sort of correlates with how I feel about doing this show as well. I don't, I, I don't feel like just one of those people who has to commentate on everything that's going on every day. And I certainly don't feel like one of those people who wants to talk when I don't really have anything to say or anything specific to add to the conversation. And I know it's other people's jobs to to do the daily news roundups and all of that, but that's their jobs. That's not our job. Um, I like to think we make interventions. Um, and, and I've spent my life making interventions at the right points of time. And now is, I feel, one of those times to make an intervention. Natalie, my eyes are up here. <laughs> He's looking uh. at her laptop.
1: <laughs> yeah, you should clarify.
0: Just a picture of me on your laptop.
1: I'm working. I
0: understand. But you understand that this is a podcast that we're doing.
1: Okay.
0: <laughs> you could do that later.
1: Well, you were just going off. I know, so but I need, I I need your you. feedback.
0: I need your input on this. Okay, because I feel like, especially for the audience's sake, I need you to back me up on this. Because they trust you more than they trust me. That's okay? fine. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, and, and as it should be. Um, <laughs> she, is, she is far nicer than I am. but. um. Sometimes. Yeah, actually that's not true. Um but I need you to back me up on this okay. because
1: I am I'm tuned in. What
0: I want to tell people is that is that the movement, the conservative movement, the 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 you know, salvaging of the nation, conserving what there is to be conserved, which I I don't really see much that there is to be conserved anymore. Um is not going well, right? It's just not going well, and I'm sick of hearing like we're winning, we're winning. We're not winning. We're losing. Like The country is being lost. The nation is being lost. Philosophically, Western civilization is being lost. And it's being lost at a rapid pace, like really rapid pace, a pace at which you can't even keep up with. Look at what's going on in Australia, for instance. Um, You know, basically concentration camps uh, that they're they're building for people. Uh, Biden is going to announce today all federal workers must be vaccinated or or leave federal government. I mean, talk about a way to oust any um, moderate, independent thinker, free thinker, uh, or conservative from the federal government, and that's how you build a tyranny. And that's what's happening in America right now. and i'm I'm sick of hearing uh, you know, everything's gonna everything's gonna end up well because uh, not to say I'm black pilled, but it's it's you're not in a good state, and I think this is something we need to get to grips with. And I wonder about your your feelings on that.
1: Well, I don't like to commentate on, on much either, but um...
0: it's more analysis.
1: I, I will say I'm I'm feeling similarly to you. I don't know if black blackpilled is, is necessarily the right word, but just to to kind of bring it in the context of of the work that I do and more broadly what we do at the National Pulse, you know, people just saw those FOIA documents from the Intercept, right, nine hundred pages documenting the ties between Fauci, EcoHealth Alliance, the Chinese Communist Party, all that, and I saw I kept reading the headlines, bombshell, mm-hmm. groundbreaking revelation, and You know, I don't like to to take credit for for too much, but it's not a bombshell. We've been reporting on that for, I'm inclined to say, over a year. And it's just time and time again. It just gets really, really annoying after a while when, you know, I think we we understand what the issues are. We're better at explaining them than I think a lot of people are, and really understanding where the left wants wants to go with it, whether it was the transition integrity project, these vaccine mandates, you know, let's call it what it is, Marxism at the end of the day, just cultural Marxism, economic Marxism. Um, And I think that sadly, uh, you know, the right is just elevating the wrong voices right now in terms of who they're choosing to kind of lead us uh, in the battlefield, if you are still of the mindset that there is a war uh if to, if to you are fought. of the
0: mindset of that there is a war to be won, right yeah right um, yeah, I totally agree with you. I mean, all of this it goes back to what I was saying, right The people who are hitting you up for donations every day in your inbox in a text message and all that stuff. these are the people who understand that decline is occurring slash already occurred. Let's just make a ton of money on the way down. that's what they're trying to do here. And it's, it's, I agree with you, it's incredibly frustrating, especially because I have to see other people report what you reported 18 months ago and then take credit for it. <laughs> take it as an example, Peter Ducey asks Jen Psaki today up at the podium, hey, um, you know, I, B- Biden once said he would fire Fauci under no circumstances. Is that still true given the recent revelations by The Intercept? They're not recent revelations and they weren't by The Intercept. And if I like Peter Ducey, by the way, he's a really nice guy. And, and he, he does ask the toughest questions in that room, but that ain't a high bar, right? Like there's no point getting excited because Peter Ducey has 18 months after this was first reported, asked a very polite question to Jen Saki, which she just batted off, right? She just said, well, you know, uh, it's not um, deadly viruses that they were working on in those experiments. Hold on a minute. You are now accepting the premise that the NIH was funding gain of function experiments. That's what she's done at that. And nobody says anything else. Everybody just goes, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Now, Natalie, I don't know if you've seen, but we're starting to see a pushback from left wing media about some of this stuff. The front page of The Economist, I believe, is talking about liberal intolerance now. Um, There are other articles that have been coming out in recent days of people on the left going, you know what? This might be a touch too far. Maybe they're following in Glenn Greenwald's footsteps and taking some inspiration uh, uh, from 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 you know more of the I wouldn't say the old left. I don't know if Glenn Greenwald's the old left, but he's certainly the older left than a lot of these you know fact check reporters now that, <laughs> that, that that call themselves you know progressives online or whatever. But the but the point remains that there is now a preponderance of uh, tyranny in this country. There is now a preponderance of tyranny all across the Western world. And I kind of want to ask, throw open the question to the audience, and I want comments in the comment sections on your podcast apps, or just drop us a line on the website, join in our Discord, go to fundrealnews.com, join the Discord, chat with us about this, because we're trying to find real solutions. And I don't know about you, Natalie, but I wake up I wake up every day, and the first thing on my mind is, and I'm going to have to tick the explicit button on this podcast, what the fuck? That is, that is the first thing on my mind, like what the fuck are we going to do? because Australia isn't, isn't confined to Australia. Jen Psaki said that the federal vaccine mandates is, 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 is a kind of a step, stepping stone to the next step. Well, what is that next step? Federal vaccine mandates in restaurants, bars, gyms, churches, all of that is the next step. And we know it's coming. You and I are sitting here. We both know it's coming. Just like 18 months ago, we both knew what we knew about Fauci, the NIH, and gain of function. We both know these things are facts. They're facts. That is coming to your town. That is happening to your kids. And, and what can we do about it? And that is the biggest question. And it, is, and it is the thing that keeps me away from this microphone the most because I don't have an answer to that. And I don't think anybody does.
1: I don't. No
0: <laughs> If you did, that would be extraordinary. You I'm just trying. come up with a big answer. Like you're Gosh, like, well actually here's I what we need a, to do. A
1: seventeen point plan. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but but this is it, you know, this is it. And ladies and gentlemen, I'm sorry if this podcast gets you down at all, but I kind of want to get you down today. I, I kind of want to get you to, to, to check the premise of everything you're being told across the board. Like like, excuse me, weren't we supposed to have an Arizona election audit report by now? Is that just one massive grift too? Like, I don't know at this point. I don't know. I talk to people and I have friends who worked on that. And I ask them every day, what is going on? Oh, it's coming soon, man. Like, it's going to be real good. We're in September. We're nearly now a year after the election. And nothing has been proven. None of the claims that were made are being proven. So what is it? What was the truth? What is the facts? And I said this the day after. The election, I hope you will remember, the only way to figure out the fraud was is a full statewide canvas, a canvas, knock on people's doors, say we're canvassing to make sure the election was free and fair. How did you vote? You don't want to tell me, we'll move on to the next door. You get a critical mass of people in any one given place, and you can project those results outward, and then you can compare them to what the results are, as you know, we were told by CNN New York Times on the night. I said that on November the 4th and nobody listened. Nobody listened. Oh, you want to look into the machines and the packet captures and all this stuff? Nonsense. Look at the canvas data. Now I know we're talking about canvas data. You know, now I know Steve's talking about canvassing and that's great, that's fine. But that shit takes a long time. It takes a long time. So I guarantee you we're going to be sitting here. Well, you may not be. (laughs) We will be sitting here. Where am I? You're going off to do other things, aren't you?
1: Um, I'm not quitting. for No,
0: but <laughs> she won't be sitting sound- in this seat. That's
1: what it sounded like.
0: Oh, right. Well, maybe people will donate to keep you here. <laughs> She's getting expensive, guys. Um, no. Yeah. Um, <laughs> listen, we'll still be sitting here in March. We will. And we'll be going, any day, any day now, we'll get that canvas info. It's coming. We're being told. It's coming. My friends are texting me saying it's happening. And that's going to be the next year. And my attitude to all of this is I gave a speech immediately after the, um, the election and it was uh, for Hillsdale in Arizona. And I said, the litmus test is this. The litmus test for any conservative candidate now going forward is that they have to say that the November 3rd election was not free and fair. That remains the case. And I believe that's still to be true, but we have to build on that. That wasn't supposed to be the platform to run in the next election on, right? You were supposed to have solved that problem by now, identified where it went wrong, And fixed it and instead we're stuck in this like feedback loop just slapping each other on the back every day going it's coming it's coming don't worry we're winning we're not winning we're losing the president of the united states is about to enact one of the most unconstitutional heinous uh, uh, acts of tyranny that this country has ever seen this is worse than the madness foisted upon this nation by king george this is the madness of king joe And yes, it may be his court, his royal court around him that's really in charge of this thing. But just as the founding fathers of this country identified that it was King George in the name of King George that Parliament was enacting uh, heinous uh, legislation against the colonies, that it is in the name of Joe Biden that his royal court is doing what they're doing to the United States of America. So yes, Biden should be held accountable for this, as well as everybody else, as well as Fauci, as well as all of these people. I do not believe in giving him a pass just because he's a senile old man. He doesn't get a pass right? And Fauci, let me say this, and you tell me if you agree with this, Natalie. I think he might be the most dangerous man in the Western world right now, and not just because of what he's done, not just because of his history and his past and his gain of function and his history with HIV and all of that nonsense, but because this is the man with the deepest entrenched interest to keep this pandemic going. He has the the sole largest interest in the world to keep this thing going. Why? Number one, he's irrelevant without it. He's just irrelevant without it. Number two, on the back of this, if it ends, if the door closes on the pandemic, there is accountability on the other side of that door. And he cannot afford he cannot afford investigations, he cannot afford accountability, he cannot afford foyers in the in the way that they would come, like they haven't come yet. I wonder if you agree.
1: Yeah, I, I think you you very eloquently summed up my my feelings towards the whole kind of election audit movement. I just think it's kind of uncharted territory i know you know gr- growing up the reason why i was always drawn to kind of conservatism was because to me it was always the side that was backed by the facts right sure. the left had these crazy narratives that were so easy to debunk. just you know whether or their blm narratives or any of the social justice stuff and you know feminism and the gender page got so wage gap rather, mm-hmm. so easy to debunk just by going to, you know, the Bureau of Labor Statistics. And I think for me, this whole election audit movement is kind of uncharted territory in the sense that right now, to me, at least, you know, and I'm someone who has done a lot of reporting into sure. the election, into even into Dominion. Look, we know what happened. Yeah, exactly. They changed
0: the rules. They changed the yeah. rules. Okay. That's the fraud. That's the cheat. What we yes. talked about, CTCL, those mm-hmm. Zuckerberg bucks that were going into, we talked about it on air, you know, on the old televised show, way in advance. What was the guy's name? We had on
1: Phil Klein. Phil
0: Klein. What a wonderful man who walked us through all of this and how it was going on. And somehow we ended up in this packet he capture. He should have been
1: running the campaign. For you know sure. what I mean? Well, now, like...
0: so let's talk about that. This is the other <laughs> real tough thing to, to for us to to deal with because the the fact of the matter is. Yes, they cheated, but Trump also still lost. Right now, he lost because of two things: the cheating, but also he ran a crap campaign. He had grifters running that campaign. Brad Pascal should never be allowed near. A ca- I mean, it was malpractice what he did. Remember Oklahoma, mm-hmm. where they flooded him with a, a, you know a million TikTok um, registrations for that event, and how many people end up showing up? Thousands, not a million. You know, that's campaign malpractice. And so, ladies and gentlemen out there, you know, don't think we're going soft. If anything, we're going harder, right? I am getting more hard nosed about this now because I don't I don't want you to suffer the indignity of a Trump return that is led by Jared Kushner. That would be the worst thing to happen. And he would not win if Jared Kushner and Brad Pascal were, were running his campaign next time. And that is just a fact. And maybe I'm making some headlines here that somebody's going to write this up and, and you know, I'm, I'm, I'm assailing these people. I'm not. Trump was wonderful. But what he became wasn't Trump. What he became was what Jared Kushner wanted him to be. And now everybody's talking about, oh, well, is it going to be DeSantis instead? Or is there somebody else along the lines? Why can't we just agree on this one thing? right? It's, it's the name of that old Dave Bossy, Corey Lewandowski book, Let Trump Be Trump. That was when he was at his best. Now he gets up to a podium. He's reading from a teleprompter. It doesn't sound like him half of the time. You know, it's not, it's not cool. I don't even listen to these speeches anymore. How many of you genuinely listen? And by the way, I'm more than happy to be corrected. I want the audience to correct me if I'm wrong on this. Leave comments, whatever. Okay. You know where to reach me. Um, Twitter, getter, everything. Just tell me. How many of you actually out there now really listen every time Trump gives an interview? Natalie, do you? No. I don't. I don't. Because I know what he's going to say. It's the same thing all the time. And I really want the man to break away from this thing that his advisors, you know, and Liz is the best, by the way, because Liz has managed to break him away. Liz Harrington, who's just like recently joined to break away from that kind of monotony and repetitive and talking points. Right. But but you know, no one person can do all those things. And I think pressure, I don't want to say pressure, uh, support almost needs to kind of bear under Trump from his base to say, dude, you got this if you want this. But I don't think that moment's there yet. I don't think we've seen that moment yet. And by all means, cuss me out if you want. But I think I'm, I'm, never, I'm never wrong about these things. N- we've never been wrong about any of this stuff.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm sitting here and I think these are conversations that, you know, you and I have kind of off, sure. not off the record, but just day to day. Sure. Today, but this is probably one of the first times, not one of the first where, you know. If you, you don't know, want to comment,
0: you don't have to comment.
1: No, 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 no. I'm just, but I'm just saying why I bring that up is because I think it's crazy that this is not a more mainstream kind of topic of discussion. Um, and that, you know, I'm sitting here a little like, oh, like there'll probably be some people who are really mad about this, but you know, it's, it's not, I hope there are. Yeah. But I think, you know, anger breeds reform and, and that's what, what we need. But I just, I think, you know, the, the way to support Trump and the Trump movement is not just by being, you know, a yes girl and going along with what people are are saying i think that's what we pride ourselves on just because society is telling us to you know get a vaccine and wear a mask we don't just comply and just because the leaders of which is still the republican party um which anyone who lives in dc i think knows what a joke the rnc is just a joke might as well not exist you know they've all made their money off of the election audits yet how is kevin mccarthy
0: still the leader of this thing like what who does he represent is he still yeah. bunking up with with what's his name frank lance
1: it's just i i think it's not even just a living in dc thing but i think it's really magnified here because you see it so firsthand but there's so many instances like that where it's kevin mccarthy you know, living with a lobbyist effectively, right. whether it's Anthony Fauci. In, in, in
0: by the way, yeah. in Chairman Mao's grandkid's apartment, don't forget. <laughs>
1: just just because it has to be that way. Yep. Um. You know, whether it's it's Fauci and and doing what he did. I mean, even go all the way back to Hunter Biden. These people mm. get away with murder. <laughs> Lit- I mean, literally, probably. Um
0: Well, I mean, Democrat politicians have literally got away with murder. Yeah. You know.
1: And I I think. At least for my person, it just gets really tiresome because, you know, the truth really is on our side. And I think sometimes when, you know, the audit results are still to be seen and and all that good machine stuff. But, Mm -hmm. you know, I've always prided myself on having the facts on our side and never making a statement before the facts are there to to back what we say up. And I think when a lot of people in our movement just say things without those facts, it really does a disservice to you know just just imagine had you know the, the money that was used to who knows what the rnc was doing you know right. even i think realistically some of this machine stuff just imagine if that money <laughs> had been imagine? had been plowed i would say into swing districts yeah. or even into to audits even into like on the ground activists and i think Canvassing. that to me is the saddest part because you know we've been fortunate to travel the country yeah. um and just meet i mean the most I think, inspiring local activists. You talk to everybody at these local GOP meetings and they are so America first. They are so enthused. And the first question is always, what can I do to help? What can I do? What can I do? And it's like that spirit is just so not reflected by the leadership in Washington, (laughs) D.C. And I think that's where our anger comes from in that it's it's not just, oh, we're just criticizing the system because we hate the system, though I do hate the system, <laughs> but it's more so people like, you know, me, and you're not even an American citizen. Right. You know, but it's people like me who, you know, buy into this whole ecosystem and this country and activists, you know, out in Oregon, even in New York, who really in good faith, you know, try to change the system and just get I think, I don't like to use bad words, but get screwed over mm-hmm. by people who just view it as an opportunity to make money. And I think you have to be comfortable saying that because that's what it is. All these people who sell it to the Chinese Communist Party, were are very good at documenting that.
0: Well, we'll get on to that.
1: But thats it's a human condition, I think, to, to sell out. And I think people are naive to think that that's not happening right now in the the America First movement I have to say it is so cathartic to say that well
0: look I think this is this is going to be this is going to be a um a watershed moment for this show I think because I'm you hit the nail on the head actually thank you what I'm do, what we're doing here is we're not I'm not giving you what I think I'm channeling all those people in Yavapai Mm -hmm. County I'm channeling all those people in Bend Oregon I'm channeling all these people that I've met All across the country this summer, who you're right, they say, what can I do? But they also express just such incredible frustration with the process that they're told. And that process doesn't work out. Oh, it's going to be another month. Oh, it's going to be another two months. Oh, there wasn't four terabytes of data. Like these are people who write checks, they support, they tweet, they get they telegram, they spend their days listening to us, watching us, clicking on our site, reading our stuff. The last thing I ever want to do is disappoint any of those people. These are salt of the earth people. They have built this country with their bare hands. Their kids have defended this country abroad, died in a lot of cases, right? And 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 you know, Republican, conservative, whatever leaders have the audacity to give them the tap along, fuck that. That's not what we're here to do, and I'm 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 done with it. You know, Andrew Breitbart had that moment where he said, no more cocktails. I'm done having cocktails with these people. I'm done going to these shitty parties in Washington, D.C., drinking your piss-ass wine and, and rubbing shoulders with you. I'm not here to do that. Guaranteed I'm having cocktails by myself. I ain't giving up cocktails. But I ain't having cocktails with these people anymore. I'm not interested. It's not what we're here to do. And if that if that energy needs to be aimed at our side as well as the other side, then I'm going to do it. I'm not here to provide cover fire for grifters just not going to happen saint augustine had a quote that to this day i, I think about almost all the time any he, any he, and i want everybody out there to to remember that we're not trying to be like downers about this but but this is where my passion comes from he said hope has two beautiful daughters their names are anger and courage anger at the way things are encouraged to see that they do not remain as they are and I feel like that kind of could be painted on the wall behind us right in the studio because I feel like that is I mean we we have you and I between us the reason we get along is we have that we share that righteous indignation right when we're, we're not people that suffer fools and suffer you know tedious boring you know process stuff I don't do process stuff I don't wake up in the morning and think We must publish five stories today, and you know we must have an infographic. That's not interested, (laughs) right? I'm interested in the truth, and I'm interested in reaching people with the truth. It's always who I've always been. It's always who I'm always going to be. That will never change. And it may come out in different ways. Sometimes you may you get wiser, right? Well, you'll find out (laughs) (laughs) with age. Things change, and you start to realize like what has been a distraction. Who have been distractions? Who has been pulling me in the wrong direction? You know, who has been using my energy for something nefarious or untoward? And there's just so much of that in this town. So much of it. I would say 90%, 99%, I'd say, of interactions in this town are people trying to pull you in a direction that is not kosher in some way, shape, or form, right? I just I just think that's the case. And look, what, what where are we ending up here as a result of all of this? We're in September now. Are we on the front foot? I don't think so. Larry Elder's getting racially abused in the street for having the audacity to campaign in California. And where are the people around him, by the way? Why aren't there 500 people marching with him down there? Why, can, why is that woman with a monkey mask getting anywhere close to this guy with an egg? What is happening that this is, that this is the best we can muster as a movement? He's doing an amazing job and he's not, you know, what is, where is the covering fire for a man like that? you look at all across the country where people, people are trying to do things. I think about like, uh, Brendan Leslie down in, down in Florida, you know, just a real good investigative reporter. Meanwhile, without naming names, there are massive quote unquote conservative organizations building multi million dollar studios in Arizona. You know, why, why the greed? I don't get it. Why the greed? If I had a $25 million a year budget, I wouldn't be spending it on me and you. You know, I would be sharing the wealth and elevating others. And we just have this greed on our side. I mean, it's on all sides, but I'm not really, I can't really do anything about the greed on the left. We have this greed on our side. It has to be, it has to be kicked out. It has to be kicked in the crotch, quite frankly. You know, this is, this is immoral, what is going on in a lot of senses on the political right. And it will lead to loss. You know victory begets victory but guess what defeat begets defeat too. You get on a roll of losses, you're going to keep losing. You know for the Ted Lasso viewers out there, the 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 tie games over and over and over again in that first season of Ted Lasso. Did you watch this?
1: I have no idea what you're talking about. It's an
0: Apple TV original. It's real good. It's about a an American something ball coach who goes over to England to coach soccer
1: sounds so awful so
0: good it's like i would give it rave reviews in fact i am giving it rave reviews right now no, i was gonna say <laughs> it's, it's real good anyway anyway but you know larry elder god bless him you know i hope everybody is donating five times what they would have donated to that campaign after seeing what this what this poor man's gone through and do you know why that really hits me in the solar plexus nigel that's the same thing he went through milkshakes being thrown at him getting egged you know spat on in the street you can know what it feels like it's fucking humiliating you shouldn't have to go through that to be a leader to be a thought leader where is your where are your valkyries where are the people who are supposed to be riding with you
1: it's a metaphor
0: it pisses me off it pisses me off it really does should we get into some of the news
1: Yes, but fun fact, Yeah. the first interview I ever did yeah. was with Larry Elder when I was, I believe, a 10th grader in high school.
0: What, how old is that? Like 15 or something?
1: 16, 15. What was it
0: about? Can we dig it up?
1: <gasps> oh God, I don't know why I told you this.
0: <laughs> oh, let's do it. <laughs> it
1: was, no, it was anonymous, but it was about the um, bias at my high school oh, and how it. a teacher threatened to beat me up
0: what is that was that true
1: <laughs> also i have to say sometime we have to do a podcast about my high school experience because i feel like no one knows <laughs> I like about that's a
0: different that. podcast no
1: no no but it was the most absurd thing i will right, we'll talk about it sometime. they literally did like transgender shakespeare it was like the whole the whole thing this was like a couple years ago so they were ahead of the curve mm. on the so it's a miracle that i am the way i well this is one I of am. the
0: other things right is <laughs> my the, back to one of my questions Well, like what are we conserving now Wow. You know, we talk about we talk about beating back the Chinese Communist Party and stopping radical Islam and all of this stuff. But what are we conserving? Like, what are the values? What are the what are the traditions? Is it that? Is it transgender library hour? That's what I'm supposed to be defending now. I'm David French's uh, prognostications have come true. This is the blessing of liberty. Well, I don't want to defend that. Actually, you know, I'd rather burn it all down and start again. I, I tweeted that question this morning. I said, you know, at this point, like, do you think there is anything worth conserving? And people said in the replies, they said, oh no, but there's plenty worth restoring. That wasn't my question. That's obvious, right? There's plenty worth restoring, obviously. You don't have to go beyond the Bible to understand those, those premises. But is there, is there? I mean, the Taliban painted over the George Floyd mural and honestly, the Taliban got it right. And America got that wrong. Like what the fuck? How is that? How is that reality? That was
1: thought. I thought based. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right, <laughs> right.
1: Like I was scrolling through Twitter. I was like,
0: based, based Taliban. Yeah. yeah, yeah. This is ridiculous.
1: No, you are you are a hundred percent right. And
0: by the way, this is this is the best podcast out there. It's just a fact. Like all yeah. of these other podcasts, like Red Scare and all that, they try to be edgy. They're like they're like planning how to be edgy we're just we're just that way this is just how we are you know
1: naturally edgy yeah yeah
0: yeah, effortlessly edgy (laughs) um
1: yeah no i i also too and maybe this is a unique angle of of my black pill but you know i don't have many friends my age which you could you could probably guess given the the line of work that i'm in but uh Every now and then I do talk to people my age, which this probably sounds super weird. And like, I don't have a social life, which is is sort of accurate, but, (laughs) um, but it's, it's very interesting because, you know, I'm obviously very well versed on, you know, who George Soros is and the Chinese Communist Party and the Center for Tech and Civic Life and election fraud and, you know, absentee ballots and, and all these words, which are commonplace probably to people like me and you, but it's not cutting through to people my age, right? The way to get young people to to believe in conservative ideals is is not grand conspiracies where the Chinese Communist Party flipped votes. And I think just from, from my perspective, being someone who is 20 years old, um, that messaging is just, I don't know, I think it's sad. It's, you know, from what I hear from people my age, it's like, You know, oh yeah, the Republican Party, like they think that you know China like came in and like wired machines overnight and like flip. And it's like, it's just kind of, for lack of a better word, cringe. And I think it's just anti-intellectual. And I think all the people who are listening to this pride themselves on being factual and having the facts in in their corner. And I think that sadly, our side is kind of drifting. I don't. Yeah, or it's just too too soon to tell. Um, But it's (laughs) like the
0: French Revolution um yes. look just lastly on this i think you're absolutely right and i think these are the types of uncomfortable you know in stuquilinus in Vinator, right the the in, in only in the filth will you find the truth mm-hmm. and and it is it is these are hard conversations they are conversations that will get us some flack probably these are also conversations that will i think tell the tell the listenership. We are real about this. Like, we're, this is not a conversation. It'd be a heck
1: of a lot easier for us to be grifters right, and just right, be talking sure. about oh I whatever. Could,
0: oh god, don't even. I could be a multi-multi millionaire, just many many times over if I just did what I'm not going to name names. But I think everybody knows kind of what I'm talking about, right? What these other people do, and they bite their tongue about Fox because they want to go on Fox. Oh, fuck Fox. Like I, I don't care, right? I'm not interested. You want me on? Have me on. I'm not going to. I'm just going to use a very bad turn of phrase there. I'm not going to tickle anybody's cojones to make them to make them enjoy and want my my company on their on their air. You do it's your air. You do what you want with it. This is my air. I'll do what I want with it. And we could we could both just sell out completely. Sell our souls to this machine. It, this, ladies and gentlemen, there is a machine. Imagine a imagine a. Combine harvester, it just rolls through DC and it picks up everyone along its way. It just picks everyone up (laughs) along the way. And there are very few of us who manage to jump out of the way of this thing before it picks us up. There are people who do it accidentally and then try and jump on the back of the harvester as it's going by.
1: It's just us and homeless people on the side. Yeah, on the the side,
0: (laughs) it's just us and the tent city. The tent city, Yeah, right? And we're just wandering around this tent city trying to tell people about the CCP.
1: This is so deep. (laughs) (laughs)
0: this is this is a a journey into my soul right now and as you can tell it's yeah this is actually just a therapy
1: session that that we've started recording yeah sort of
0: i think we all need a bit of a therapy session i think we need a a national therapy session we're going to name rename the website the national therapy (laughs) session.com um but i think we need a, a national therapy session and more than anything we need a conservative therapy session actually there needs to be an audit of the conservative movement is what there needs to be yeah, ooh. You know, who makes what and why? Who raises what and why? What do they do with it? How many staff do you have? How many square feet do you have? Why? Why do you need that? Heritage Foundation, why do you need seven buildings? Oh, it's probably not seven. It's like three or four buildings in Washington, D.C. Why do you need that? What is every floor? Why do you need a donor to name every floor? Like, what are you doing with that money? Where are these gold uh, picture frames coming from? And how, did, how much do they cost? How many grandmothers' checks had to be processed for you to buy this gold picture frame that hangs in the lobby of the Heritage Foundation? How many parties do you have on your rooftop and why? And what comes of them? You know, let's audit them and let's figure out like where this money is going. Because ladies and gentlemen, I should tell you this. I wouldn't give a damn dime piece to any of these organizations that have these whopping great buildings with the flags flying high and, you know, fancy chairs and all of this stuff. Why? Why would you bother? They don't make a difference. They don't make a change and they certainly don't care about you.
1: I think the evidence is... The fact that they're rolling out vaccine mandates right now in the sense that the status quo is what we got to with all these groups in power. So if you (laughs) want to sit there and say that, well, we're just being negative and criticizing the institutions. Well, they're not that great if this is the status of of America right now. So as far as I'm concerned, you know, start over, over. tear it down. I agree (laughs) with that. You know, it's a a lot of money, but a lot of air.
0: Well, we've been going 40 minutes just fucking complaining. So I think we should probably get to some of the news. It's
1: (laughs) It's
0: a very important conversation. I have to say,
1: I'm I'm moving and it's so cathartic. I'm so (laughs)
0: envious. It is so.
1: I'm like really enjoying packing. And it's so funny. I have a ton of just like random DC memories, just event stuff Mm. and and parties now that I like no longer go to and people that I no longer. Talk to, and I've lived here on and off probably for like a year and a half, two mm. years. Emphasis probably on, on, sadly. Mm. Um, but it, it really is so funny. I was thinking, it's like, what came of these events? You know, Nothing. like what, any of these groups, these names, like people made a buck, and that was it. Yeah. You know, they had their promo code, yeah. and that was it. And I think for people like me and you, not... Just, I, I always want I don't ever want to sound narcissistic or you know self-important, but I think we just pride ourselves on like. Actually, doing the work, and I'm comfortable defending that I'm a hard worker yeah. because I really am. And there's so many people who just don't want to do the work, and you can't save a country if you don't yeah, do you want to go on Fox, the work,
0: you know. Yeah, yeah, if you it. just
1: want to put on pretty dresses, yeah. makeup, and I, know that's, I, know, I, I know that's what you
0: want to do, it's <laughs> all I want to do.
1: <laughs> I'm telling you, he always tries to wear I'm my dresses. I'm always trying
0: the dresses on, <laughs> they're way too big for me,
1: <laughs> they're way too small. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um. It's very important. It's a very important conversation. This okay, we is not, can talk about the CCP. No, but this is. But this is no. Maybe maybe we shouldn't actually. No, we should. Uh, but this isn't the last time we're going to be having this conversation. So get, this is fun. I might not move anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you've been always. You've been waiting for Raheem to get based. Yeah. 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 Take the. I'm here. I'm here. Take
1: the uh, black pill.
0: Well, no. look. Sort of I do. black pill. It's charcoal. The pill of color. No, charcoal tablets. Real good for you.
1: Spirulina and sea vegetables are where it's at. See,
0: I'm into ashwagandha now.
1: School. of course you are yeah um <laughs> collagen collagen is where it's at collagen brands please sponsor <laughs> by the way me. ladies and
0: gentlemen this is a 20 year old girl worried about her skin i, so. I have
1: an extensive anti-aging routine <laughs> i no, i She's actually look do six soon <laughs> seriously no 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 people are like oh sure you do no literally i won't even get into it because into people it. will be like yeah. what the heck yeah but no i like shock my face what yeah it's a whole thing
0: what just by looking in the mirror
1: no, it's it's like electro something therapy. Oh my goodness!
0: Right, I don't think you should be doing that. We'll talk about that offline. It's
1: FDA approved, although I don't trust the <laughs> yeah, FDA. What the hell does that. Mean? It's it's CDC She's mandated. Like a yeah. <laughs>
0: um. Okay. So listen, listen. So so this is th- this conversation is important. I want people to, to internalize this conversation, realize what we're talking about, how we're trying to jump a hurdle that is that is. A hurdle that's built into our side, and that's been built into our side, and and you know there are great people out there for sure. You know, Natalie before we went on on air was singing the praises of of Seb Gorka. You know, people like that. He's so nice. Yeah, absolute mensches. I'm on his show today at five. Yeah, and it's not. I'm not like having a go at the people. You know, because he does like a Relief Factor advert or something. That's not what I'm having a go at. My like,
1: mom uses Relief Factor and loves it.
0: This show is not sponsored <laughs> by Relief Factor. No,
1: but everyone always mocks Relief Factor. <laughs> no, I'm not mocking. And I it. always say, no, it works.
0: All right, fine. I'm not <laughs> mocking that, but I'm just saying, like, it's that's different. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't, um, um, you know, have a problem with somebody making a buck, but I want them to be good people and hardworking people at the same time if you're going to do that. And of course, Seb Gorka is that, right? He is a good man, they're and a hardworking. Net positives.
1: Man. I think our issue and what this rant is people who, it's not even that they're the net negatives yeah. for the movement, because those are like, you know, kind of the Jared Kushner types, the Brad Parscales. It's people who are just like, net zero they don't do anything and they're just around yeah we'll just, just take, us. Drag just take down. us yeah
0: yeah 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 um all right so my laptop just died so you're gonna have to lead us in the conversation about um, some of the latest stuff but <laughs> one of the things today. you mentioned earlier that i think was really important Ooh. is this um point about just how ha- how much of the political um landscape has been bought off by china and it's every mm-hmm. every day in every way in every story you file and in every like hot corollary investigation that I do off the back of that or like fact checking before we publish your stuff which you know is is, is my favorite part of the job okay um, Alan Duke yeah um <laughs> it, it just occurs to me more and more that actually dude it's just it's just everything everything's been paid off everyone's been bought off from think tanks to to academics academia um, universities politicians their staff their kids all of it um ladies and gentlemen if you are if you are What we should probably do at some point is a is a like bullet point roundup of all of these stories that we've done so far because it is so many now and so much that um by if if we were being fair in our analysis of this if the world was being fair in our analysis of this you would say without a second thought or doubt in your mind that the chinese communist party has bought america that the Chinese Communist Party has invaded America in many different ways, by the way, but commercially, especially academically, especially politically, for sure, and honestly, that they've kind of won. They, I don't know how you get back from this because it ain't just people on the left, right? It's people on the right too. There are pe-
1: establishment Republicans sell out more than, than the people Democrats who worked to. for Trump
0: have done it too, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. TikTok and all this stuff. So to tell us about the latest one, because this latest one, the uh, the Afghan ambassador story, okay. that really rattled me, given what's going on in Afghanistan.
1: I was going to say, I, I pulled up our most recent stories, because I wasn't sure which one you were going to bring up, but they're all about people selling out to yeah. the Chinese Communist Party. But no, this this story, I, I remember I texted you about it, and I was like, I don't know if this is necessarily a story. It's just more so kind of interesting, i.e. I didn't really see a a newsy hook, right? It's just another swampy type who sells out to the Chinese government. But I think this one really hit me so so deep and it I probably hit hits you deeply yeah. too because it's so I guess timely given what's going on in Afghanistan. But the So the sole political appointee, which means that it's not a career foreign service officer. This is someone that Joe Biden and Barack Obama selected to serve as ambassador to Afghanistan, which is a role that probably no one really wants unless you're trying to start a consulting business <laughs> after it, which yep. uh, <laughs> yep. tale as old as time in, in Washington, D.C. But this individual, Carl Eikenberry, uh, served in the role from 2009 to 2011, uh, of course, Taxpayer funded, uh and all that good stuff. And now I think the title sums it up, might I, brag, quite beautifully, but he is now a a Chinese Communist Party funded academic tied to influence groups, neutralizing Beijing's enemies and neutralizing is a quote. You know
0: I changed that headline, right? No. Yeah.
1: Barely. I Barely. was focusing well, I was focusing on the. I was focusing part. on well, the part that good. I just yeah. read. Yeah, the,
0: that part's good. Which is what I'm gonna I tidy some of that up a little bit, you know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but uh you know teamwork read- makes work. yeah yeah well yeah no no teamwork <laughs> makes natalie work <laughs> um re- read the story because it is i mean bullet point after bullet point of just compromise but this is someone who is now on staff at a Chinese Communist Party-funded university as a visiting fellow where he effectively lectures the Chinese Communist Party and their students about how America failed in Afghanistan, talk about giving your enemy the, the secrets. I think, to me, from a perspective, I saw an event uh, flyer that he was speaking at over at the Schwartzman college at Sinjwa talking about quote, what went wrong in Afghanistan and just the optics of that talking to our, our mortal enemy about how we failed in foreign policy. And so they can do better. I, I take major issue with that. That is what um, I would call treason. Oh, totally. Yeah. Um, but he's treason on many counts because it's, that's not the only, you know, state run university that he's affiliated with. He's in the orbit of several American based universities that take cash from let's just be blunt, you could read the article, but from the Chinese Communist Party and entities flagged for espionage and cyber attacks against the US government. Um and he's even tied, and this is something broader, which I think I'll do a longer form story on. It's not necessarily groundbreaking, but uh QCEF, which people know, the China United States Exchange Foundation, part of the whole United Front kind of foreign influence operation, uh, they have what's called the Sonya initiative, and it's been going on since two thousand eight. And they take retired American military leaders, tons of them, and they have these dialogues with uh, their Chinese Communist Party counterparts. And they're sponsored by QSEF and another uh, influence group that's been flagged by, you know, the U.S. State Department, where their sole goal is to really subvert and kind of get these American military officials towing the line of Beijing. In America, they've previously got tried to get these American officials to lobby a current American military officers to like not sell arms to Taiwan and delay reports about the People's Liberation Army. Um, and this individual is deeply ingrained in that kind of ecosystem participating in their dialogues. And I think that just really speaks to what, what you were getting on, which is, you know, at the point in which your military is compromised by the Chinese Communist Party. And I'm not just talking about the fact that, you know, West Point has exchange yeah, yeah. programs, with state-run universities in China, and invites the chairman of QSEF to come and speak at it like they did in 20 20- 2012, but at the point in which they're selling out to the Chinese Communist Party, uh, I think that's when you kind of look around. And I think, frankly, and from my perspective, I've been reflecting a-, a lot lately as I've been packing all my stuff. But you know, it's not just that. You know, the Chinese Communist. I, I think. Not that we've ever misdiagnosed the problem, um, but it's not just a unique phenomenon with the Chinese Communist Party. It's just that like the American elite, the DC type is so accustomed to selling out because frankly, I don't think they believe in America anymore. And it's a heck of a lot easier to compromise an elite class that doesn't believe in the country they you know at least reside in. Um, but I, I, I think that the CCP is just really, really good at compromising because they understand Kind of how the American system works, so they're experts at doing, it and they have the budget to do so. They also
0: understood how the Soviet Union, yeah, failed exactly, and, and have avoided all of those all of those pitfalls. Yeah. So what else?
1: Other stories? Well, I just I think or, we've got a
0: bunch of those, so I think we could just you know direct people to the site to the NationalPulse.com. Yeah, if
1: you want to hear about how uh, Joe Biden's deputy secretary of state is quite literally investing in the Chinese well, Communist tell us about Party, that. so this is an individual who. I know back in the uh, the war room impeachment days, you guys would like to make people famous. Mm. Uh, and this is someone that if I had a wall, which I guess I do. <laughs> 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 I would. If I had
0: a wall, <laughs> please I would, go to funderiannews.com. Yeah, we news. Need, we <laughs> need a budget. Some people
1: may have $25 million, but I just really want a wall. Um, no, the first thing I would do is put up a picture of Wendy Sherman. That's
0: the first person on your wall of shame.
1: Yes, Okay. because she doesn't get any... Pushback from the mainstream media, which duh, of course, right. but even from conservative media. This is a name that <sighs> everyone really media. should know. Yeah. Wendy Sherman, and I'm not just talking about her. There are definitely there's-
0: a bunch of conservative commentary and opinion sites, but there's no real conservative news sites.
1: Yeah. Oh, right? no. Um, so this is someone who, taking you to kind of the 11th hour of her story, just invested in basically an a investment fund that is. This is recent yeah amidst this whole afghanistan crisis which i think tells you about american allegiance and loyalties of the biden uh regime and so she's investing in china by the way
0: can can yes. with what he's about to announce at 5 p.m today can we just can we just give me an old a good old clap because this is what a regime does right is force people to get to get are you going to click is this a is this a slam poach slam poetry snap. night snap slam poetry night but this is a regime, I, we and we should call country. it a regime, and it shouldn't be called an administration, right? Like, yeah. this is a regime. Go ahead.
1: Yeah, a regime maybe gives them a little too much credit. Yeah, it's but, a junta. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, so, as I was saying, Wendy Sherman is investing in Chinese state-owned entities. Read the article. You can see the, the you know details, the documents. Um, but this is also someone who not only has called Xi Jinping an extraordinary while she was doing the whole speaking circuit at all these various pro-China lobbying groups in Washington, D.C., but she's also taken trips to China, sponsored, of course, by QSEF, uh, and her, you know, co trap oh, Sorry.
0: She hit the microphone. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I was like, her conspirators, I guess, also... The co-conspirators. Yeah, on yeah. the trip. Yeah. Um, a bunch of people, a bunch of them, ended up in the Biden regime as well, uh, but she traveled there. Uh, her husband, believe it or not, is one of the journalists who took the trip to China from QSEF in exchange for favorable coverage? Wait, who's her husband? Uh, Bruce. Uh, I guess no, Bruce Stokes uh-huh. used to work at I think it was City Journal. Um, you can wow. read that article too. But this is just someone who is so compromised, and it's not like she's a low level. Just
0: selling the country out on a deputy secretary, basis. secretary yeah. of state. That's
1: yeah. Anthony Blinken's deputy. Yeah. From husband to her, going all the way back to the 2010s, has been traveling to China, funded by the Chinese government, and coming back, praising Xi Jinping, and now investing in Chinese state-owned companies as she is dictating State Department policy and stranding Americans out in Afghanistan to die. And I think this goes back to what we were talking about in the beginning of the podcast. This is someone, not only should she not have a security clearance, I think she should quite literally be in jail. I mean, I I mean that in all seriousness.
0: But Parker yet she up.
1: gets to dictate policy, yeah, and is making a ton of money. Although I hope her investments in the Chinese government flop <laughs> splendidly. Um, yeah, but
0: they're probably not going to. But no,
1: I mean, I mean sadly, um, but no, this is this is, I think, one of you know the tales old of time as time in Washington D.C. Where these people who you know your taxpayer dollars funded and still fund their salaries, and they use those connections that quote unquote experience to now better sell out America. To the Chinese government, I think another story that I would put on the same tier of just absolute craziness is the fact that NIH officials and Fauci-funded researchers, again, that is someone who leads the the NIH, it's like their emergency medicine department is actively contributing in the form of exclusive interviews with the state-run outlet China Global Television Network to create documentaries, that's too generous a term, propaganda feature films about the origins of COVID-19. And instead of blaming the CCP for it, they want to blame the U.S. and their whole Fort Detrick conspiracy Um, and saying, oh, we don't know where the virus came from, except it came from the U.S., which I think that, very brief side note, that to me is the funniest thing that Chinese state run media is doing right now because for a year they were saying the virus had natural origins. That's concluded. And now they're like, the virus has <laughs> natural origins. The virus also came from a US bio lab. It's like, yeah. what? So you're basically admitting that it's manipulated.
0: Yeah, well, nat- natural origin is such a, it's such an easy like get out because, you know, everything has the natural, natural origin. Yeah, the, nat- the natural pulse. <laughs> um, everything has a natural origin at the end of it, right? Like yeah. you trace everything back as made of matter. It's just such a vague term that they hide sure, behind.
1: Sure, Li is... Of made of matter. She yeah, is yeah. She is. She has origin. natural origins.
0: I yeah. have natural origins. You not so much. You know.
1: <laughs> well, yeah.
0: We did grow you, but then you know.
1: <laughs> in Fort Dietrich. In Fort Dietrich. <laughs> <laughs> I am the bio weapon. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Natalie's our bio weapon, but ours isn't as good.
1: <laughs> I know. Just not as, know, my just li- not as contagious. <laughs> I've only gotten a few people fired.
0: yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, look, I mean, there's plenty of plenty of plenty of stories out there, and of course, you know, we had this big scoop on um, on Afghanistan and how Joe Biden and Anthony Blinken killed the the process by which Trump and Pompeo had actually put together this group of people who were going to be tasked with getting Americans out, and it's no like Vanity Fair. To be fair to them, did a great job covering that story and doing a follow-up to, you know, their own original, and our reporting, and Adam Credo's at the Washington Free Beacon, but hell, man, like, this is one of the biggest parts of the whole Afghan saga, and nobody talks about it, nobody, I can't believe it, in the same way that I can't believe, I can't believe, I can't believe that people are this bad, like, evil, I can't, I can't live in that world, like, um, that, CNN doesn't show what happened to Larry Elder, you know, I can't believe people are this bad. But I still talk to liberal reporters in this town. You know, we don't have a reporter problem necessarily in this town. Yeah, sure, they're liberals, whatever. But actually, they're, they're, by and large, they're all right people. And you can, you can if, you're, if you're good enough and charming enough and smart enough, you can convince them of, of anything you need to. But we have an editor problem in this city. It's, it's, it's the editors who, who, who are not subject to um, reason, they will not subject themselves to rationality or facts. They are purely guided by ideology. And I was I was talking about this to somebody else recently as well, and she said this to me. She was a she was a she worked in a, um, I wouldn't even say conservative media, just just kind of middle of the road media. And she said she volunteered to me that phrase: "We don't have a journalist problem; we have an editor problem." And I was like. I thought I was the one I thought I was the one who was just saying that. I thought I was screaming that we into the abyss. An editor problem. <laughs> <laughs> yes, have an we have a, you have you have an editor problem um but I just thought I was screaming that into the abyss, and it's nice to hear other people recognize what that problem is because now that we know what that problem is, perhaps there's some way we can we can fix it or assail it or at least expose these people. like maybe we should just do a who's who of like editors at all of the d c news outlets, all of the well, nat- I know one guy do you? Best editor this guy, ever? Raheem? Yeah, best editor ever.
1: Didn't you buy yourself that mug?
0: No, somebody sent me that mug. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you thought I bought myself the mug that said best editor ever? Yes. <laughs> no, I did not. <laughs> I did not. I think it's still in the war room. I got to bring it over here. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Yeah. Well, look, I mean, we've been going an hour, one hour. No guests. You
1: just do an eighteen-hour podcast. No breaks. Three days.
0: You know, real, just real information, real, and real from the heart. I don't have any notes in front of me. I don't have any. I didn't. You know, I haven't planned how the show is going to go in my head. This is this is real, and this is how this is how the real conversations occur. These are the real conversations that Natalie and I have. Mm-hmm. You know, are, are off off air, and they're conversations that I need you to be a part so of. So sitting, sitting next to
1: us at dinner is really fun.
0: <laughs> Nobody <laughs> does. What do you mean?
1: No, like when literally, we're in New York and we're going out, we're just talking, like all oh, the grifters. Nobody
0: comes to dinner with us. What are you talking about? No,
1: no, about? I'm not. No, 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 no. I'm saying the people who oh, aren't at dinner. That's like, like literally. The, you think I was talking about people come out to dinner? No, no, no.
0: No, the nobody people, wants to dine with us.
1: Yeah, the people, and I pride myself on that. No, the people who the well, random. I don't,
0: don't want to dine on your food. It's gross. Well, the food you eat is just gross.
1: Well, South Block messed up my order today. That's the place I go for smoothies, which Raheem doesn't like. Don't
0: like it. And Don't I was it. really
1: freaking it's rubbish. Mad. Well,
0: I told you, told you, it's bad. It's bad so. stuff. Right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, my laptop has died, so um, I can't read out the names of uh, new um, new members and donors today. But I'll do an extended one on the next podcast, which will be sometime in the next three years. Um, so we'll just
1: ten years from now. Yeah, yeah. we'll
0: do another podcast.
1: I'll be thirty. <laughs> you'll be uh you'll
0: be 16 remember? my skin be, will look yeah exactly freaking amazing yeah yeah you'll look fresh <laughs> out the womb just ba- just a baby you know <laughs> you're doing um you're doing television tonight i believe so what you doing
1: uh gorka is who's so nice yeah. such a fan is yeah. guest hosting
0: how he he's so massive he's just so ma- he's got an orbit for
1: i'm gonna plug my instagram right now yeah. but if you go Are you on coming my Instagram, in hot on the gram? sort of like hot. Boris. No, you coming in as, lukewarm not on the gram. As hot as Boris. <laughs> a close, a close second, I would say. All right. Um, my gram's pretty lit. You post too much. No. What? <laughs> what? You're, you're too active on your story. Come on, man. <laughs> no, no, no. That's
0: true. Uh, listen, this is one of the this is one of the um, things about being newly single is I'm just I'm just sitting there on am bored and just <laughs> post to my Instagram story.
1: Transhumanist. No, but there's a picture of me and Gorka. I have
0: become my Instagram story. Yeah. So there's a picture of you and Gorka.
1: And he's so tall. Wait,
0: where's the picture of me and Gorka? I've got to share this.
1: I sent it to my mom. She's like, you look so tiny.
0: No, you're going to die when you see this. So I went into the um, White House when he was working in there. Mm -hmm. And um, I gave him a copy of my new book back then. That was 2017 and No Go Zones had just come out. And I gave him a copy. He gave me a book. That's cool. Was it no go <laughs> Yeah,
1: <laughs> Just- <laughs> He gave me your book. He's like, take this. <laughs> yeah, get off this, of this my away heads. from
0: me. This is- it's horrible <laughs> <laughs> oh god like, oh, i've
1: never heard of it
0: <laughs> so i'm gonna have to i'm gonna have to show you this picture and ladies and gentlemen i'll tell you what i'm gonna do i'll post it in the discord so for those for people Ooh. for people who are members <laughs> at fundrealnews.com if you're a member you'll get to see this ridiculous photo of me and Gorka. he is just i'm 5'8 right and he is just towering over me i mean he's just massive and I show people this photo and they just cry laughing. It, I, I look absolutely puny. I mean, I mean, just puny. There's no other word for it compared to Gorka, It's it's hilarious. I'm trying to pull this out. Oh, here it is, here it is, all right. This is a real Natalie Winters reaction. She's never seen this picture before, okay. I right? I would
1: probably laugh.
0: All right, well, <laughs> you're about to hear Natalie laugh, ladies and gentlemen, never gird your that. loins, all right?
1: Well, no, I just laugh at everything.
0: Okay, dude.
1: Oh my god! <laughs> you, you—I you, don't even know what to say. He's like looking down on you, but he's not even trying no, to. No, he's not
0: even trying to. I'm just, I'm just tidy, and I tried to like rotate the picture so it wouldn't look that bad.
1: You rotated the picture. Okay, I actually rotated my picture with him too, but only cuz the person who took the picture took it at an odd angle, so I look like don't, my body's don't just come diagonal on here insulting
0: Gorka's staff. Like what the
1: hell? His heck? staff was so This is I basically know, just great. like a Gorka fangirl girl podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. The
0: title of this podcast, Gorka, we love, love Gorka. Gorka. Yeah.
1: No, really. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> All right. So, long story short, ladies and gentlemen, we continue to uh we continue to do the work. We continue to do the the the, the hard grind um every day and we're trying to what what's wrong with that just give me a weird look <laughs> no no by the way this is a new look for you
1: i'm wearing a hat
0: long sleeve black and pink hat it's kind of cool you look like, kind of like a rapper you know thank you could you could you spit some bars
1: i think i do that yeah but it's just about the ccp <laughs> no. and could
0: you do a cover of take down the ccp <laughs>
1: yes that
0: would probably be pretty, you know what we could probably get to quite high up the charts because everyone would buy it
1: yeah that's what all the cool kids are doing yeah. maybe that's that's how i'll uh make my my social debut back at uh u chicago oh yeah she's that rapper chick yes i probably fit in better it's in yes. the south side of chicago you go university. to like an open
0: mic night and you just perform take down the ccp Ooh.
1: but we could i feel like we'd have to add a little bit of a twi- or just like change yeah, some lyrics, sure. adding a little Fauci, and yeah. then you got all the bases covered. Yeah,
0: yeah. So for sure. we're
1: happy to announce the national pulse is now pivoting
0: to, to a, a music rap production duo. company. Yeah, no, we're just a rap duo now. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're doing. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yours. Your rap name would be Scoops with a Z. Oh yeah. You know.
1: Zed. I, yeah. When you, I hate when you say that. What? Because it's Z.
0: Well, it's, it's English, and you're not Zed. English. Z. There's a word
1: I would use to describe that, but I won't say it on air.
0: What? Bollocks.
1: <laughs> sure.
0: <laughs> we have rambled up at gonna this. I was going to say, point.
1: I think we need to end this.
0: Yeah. Everything. Not just the podcast. Just this relationship. <laughs> yeah. It's over. You got to leave. Get out. Um, I'm incredibly grateful to everybody who is um, in the Discord. Uh, go to fundrealnews.com. By the way, uh, supportgetter.com. Get on getter. Um, Jason Miller and the team over there doing just a phenomenal job. Uh, Kalen, Kingsley, Kay, the whole team over there, just superb people. Uh, they are really genuinely taking the fight to the, uh, to the big check giants. So please, if you're not already on Getter, come and join us over there. Not least because it's super cool. I load up my Getter app on my phone. And because it combines my Twitter following with my Getter following, I now have over half a million followers. I got 505,000 people on there. Also, I just want to say this. I mean, we're on the uh, we're on the eve of nine eleven, really. Here, and um, that that makes me emotional. It makes me think. It makes me it makes me hurt. I, I remember it vividly. I remember watching it vividly, um, and I want to give a good big shout out to the um, the fine fine folks at Tunnels to Towers. It's it's about the only charity I donate to. Um, they they do such good work building homes for for veterans and nine eleven responders and their families um, and I just if you have some spare cash like sign up uh, you know from I do a monthly donation and then I just like top up if I if I come into some money I just top up a donation with them um, and whenever I go over a hundred thousand mark on any social media platform I, gi- I immediately give them another thousand dollars. So, um, they're just a great charity. Nobody's paying me to say this. They didn't even ask me to say this. Maybe they don't even want me to say this. I don't know if they want my endorsement, but, um, but I think they do really amazing work. And I, uh, I think I might be going to one of their, uh, one of their events, um, at the end of this month. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, there's so much more to talk about, ladies and gentlemen, we'll try and do more of these. I, I, I am deadly serious when I tell you that we, we only really do this when there's something to say, and I really, I hope you have appreciated the things we've said today. I hope you take them to heart. I hope you have these discussions in amongst your groups and, and families and friends and share this podcast, expose more people to these, these, these things that we're talking about, because these are the existential things. These are not the, the talking head, talking points, right? We don't do that. Um, so look, I'm going to leave it there. And, um, you know, I hope that, uh, I hope that you all stay well and, um, I think we've got just some very, very serious battles ahead of us. Natalie, you want to say bye?
1: Thank you for listening.
0: If you got this far.
1: I was going to say my some of my jokes towards the end were really good. So I hope you listened through. Yeah,
0: if people didn't get far enough.
1: I'm <laughs> the bio
0: You're the bio-weapon. Um, look, I hope that people remain well because we've got some... Like, get fit and get healthy. Like, we've got real, real bad fights ahead of us. And... I just think with all these vaccine mandates and all this kind of stuff.
1: Take collagen.
0: No, 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 you can't endorse like, what if somebody has a reaction? We do not endorse randomly taking products that Natalie takes. Certainly don't get your face vibrated or whatever you do. What do you do? Electroshock. No, don't do that. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we love you. We'll talk to you again soon. Check out the site, thenationalpulse.com. We're going to be doing a redesign of that, make it real crisp and clean and fewer ads cluttering up the site. Um, Uh, Anything else? Just thank you. Thank you to all of you guys. Go to fundrealnews.com. Leave us a comment. Leave us a review. Share this out. And uh, we'll see you again next time. Cheers.